Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Mike and James of the Nerdy Bible for this special companion series diving into The Chosen, a dramatic telling of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. In this week's episode, the final preparations are made for Jesus' big sermon. So, what's beyond mountains? us tonight mike from the showboys bible uh i went to mute my microphone and almost clicked remove which would have made for a very awkward oh we're gonna restart again i caught you the showboys bible i don't know if you caught that (laughs) i didn't i was too busy coughing dude i don't know what is up all right hold on (laughs) i called you the showboys bible Oh, I'm like literally slap happy. I don't know what it is. All right. All right. Here we go. Starting. Hello, hello, hello. Um, with. <laughs> I really hey. got this bad. It's all, all right. right. You want, you want I got me to do this. this? No, just one okay. clap. Okay. All right. Hello. Uh, my name is James from the Nerdy Bible. And with me tonight, as always, is Mike from Showboys Media. How's it going, man? Pretty good. Um, Pretty good. Yeah. That's so funny. Uh, nothing. I'm just <laughs> proud of you for nailing that on the first try. That yeah. Was, was so good. Yeah. So we're both pretty slap happy. It's uh, it's definitely not nine thirty, nine forty five at night, and we're we're uh, definitely awake. So yeah. yeah. Sure. Welcome to the the podcast um, where we're going over the chosen. So. Um, if you follow Showboys Media, you're going to recognize it as the companion series for The Chosen. And if you're on the Nerdy Bible, it's just The Chosen series. So we're not really creative over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, but uh, yeah, so tonight we got uh, pretty excited about it. It is season two, episode eight. So we are here, mm-hmm. man, um, which is like, you know, I don't know at this point. It being released, um, actually, this for me, if you're listening to this, that means that season three was already released, or at least the first episode has already been released. Um, actually, I think for the same for Mike. So Time wherever travel. you're listening to this, yes, <laughs> season three has been released. While it was released in theaters, I did get to see it. Mike did not. Yeah, thanks for um, rubbing it in. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'll just, uh, so Mike did not and <laughs> no. Um, but so at this point though, it's live. I mean, it, it this, you've seen it well, or potentially, you know, had the potential to see it. Yeah. Um, man. The first oh, episode. That first episode was amazing. Holy cow. It's just oh, beautiful. Yeah. That's future me talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm so tired that I was confused. Um, <laughs> No, so yeah, no season season two episode eight. It's like we're finally here, man. Like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it's like it's just we're finally here. This is exciting. Um, it's been so quite a journey for us. It has, you yeah. know, about I don't know what is it about. Uh, 
we'll just say we'll just we'll estimate it to about an hour each episode played. So 16 hours in and we've, I think podcasted about like 52 hours. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So uh, and, and just for, you know, date. Wow. Holy crap. The <laughs> anchor not being on night mode. I just looked up. <laughs> no luck. I'm it's glowing. Like, uh, I'll show you a trick later. Remind me for okay. google and i'll just actually if everyone wants to know we can all stick around together there you go that'll and be I'll show our, you some our cool. easter egg after the episode um yes sir so if you're looking date wise we mm-hmm. started episode zero the first episode that we published for the chosen august 30th it is now august 30th december <laughs> december man if, it's yeah, been quite a journey <laughs> it has um yeah. And you know what? We were talking, we have some consistent listeners, mm-hmm. that, which is pretty exciting. So, you know, bravo to you. Thank seriously. you. Just take a, take a second. Give it a, you know, we appreciate, no, seriously though, we do appreciate you listening. It's oh. been, it's been fun. Um, really enjoyed these talks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's super any- cool too, because like the whole reason that we did this is about to happen. Season three. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I, our very next not very next because we're doing the Christmas, but it's all led up to what is coming soon. And yeah, I think that for me, not that I haven't, I mean, recapping you know, everything up to season three has been really fun and really like um, eye opening to me because mm-hmm. I like we've gone over in past episodes, uh, like watching it with the intent of doing a podcast afterwards has made me. A more observant yeah, maybe exactly yeah. yeah kind of watch it with just more intent um and i've gotten so much out of this watch if you've you know listened to all the other episodes i'm sure you could you've noticed our uh live revelations mm-hmm. we're having with each other <laughs> um and so yeah i don't i don't know it's just been the catching up to this point has been fun but man i'm like super excited to cover like brand new material. Yeah. Well, I think that's been the goal. We knew we were behind. I mean, the show has been coming out. I mean, it was, it was like middle of Rona, right? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was like every, I remember, you know, being so excited when the episodes were coming out and, you know, I do remember the one time, um, it was like, a I was pretty, it was pretty jacked, but they, he came out with the episode and he's like, awesome. And here you go. And here's the next episode. And it was just like, you did, you didn't think that was what was about to happen. And he released the two that same night. And so it was pretty awesome, but yeah, no, I mean, so we knew we were catching up with this. Um, and so now I think the intent is like, you know, Dallas is going to come out and say, Hey, episodes being released and we're going to do, 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 do put on our, uh, a <laughs> reporter jacket and run out the door, you know, like, yeah. it's like, uh, it's it's time to to record our podcast. So I think that's going to make it more exciting, more relevant, more you know, uh, mm-hmm. new. And and so just like we're we're a newscast following the you know yeah. the new episode. I, I just it's good. So it'd be pretty fun. So um, I think you know in the next few weeks we'll be really catching up to season three, and then from from here to the end of the show, like it's it's on, man. You know, new episode come and and. Uh, 
everything goes to the wayside, we record an episode. So stay tuned. Perfect. Uh, You want to get into the synopsis here? Yeah, let's let's hear it. It's your favorite part of the night. Let's do it. My my final one for season two. Yeah. Any Uh, real big names in it? Uh, I hope not. I didn't pre-read. I don't know if you could tell in my my live reads, but I don't ever pre-read these. Doing it live. Okay, so a business. By the way, this is uh, episode eight of season two called Beyond Mountains. Um, A businessman and his apprentice take advantage of a land as they negotiate with the owner. Uh, Jesus and Matthew prepare the content of the big sermon, organizing the sayings and teachings. As Tamar joins the group, the disciples continue to bicker and fight amongst themselves. The disciples spread the word of the upcoming sermon and arrange things for its location on the mount. Shammai, a high-ranking Sanhedrin member and rival of Shimon, is shocked by Shmuel and Yanni's reports on Jesus. Jesus discusses to Matthew. (laughs) I love how it says to Matthew and not with Matthew, (laughs) which I think I'm going to pause here. It's intentional and very important use of word there, Yeah, which we'll dig into that. Oh, yeah, Uh, that's that was the the pinnacle mm -hmm. argument, not argument, but, you know, yeah, that was the debate between my wife and I. Yes. So Uh, Jesus discusses to Matthew the sections of the sermon, such as salt and light and light of the world leading to the Beatitudes as the introduction of the sermon. On the day of the sermon, thousands arrive, including some familiar faces. Eden reunites with Simon, while Big James and John reunite with their parents, Zebedee and Salome. Uh, The businessman and his apprentice, who previously helped the disciples acquire the sermon's location, arrive as well. The apprentice meets the disciples once more and introduces himself as Judas. Jesus walks towards the stage as he begins his sermon on the mount the end all right we'll see you guys next week yep <clears throat> so <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> all right so episode starts uh yeah i think you're just kind of like you don't know whether i think at this point i liked it the intro because I remember when I first watched it, uh, which was actually recently, um, I didn't know whether it was like current. Yeah. Or, or you know, because a lot of it, you know, a lot of their uh, times are, are you know, uh, we, we just saw David, King David in the last, yeah. you know, or two, two uh, intros ago. Yeah. And yeah. So, we've had some, uh, some historical cold, cold opens for sure. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know whether this was like the land that, you know, I, I didn't know. So I, I do did. That was one thing I noticed. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a very, what did you think about the beginning? Like we're just standing on a hillside. It's pretty much death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, yeah. not, there's not, doesn't seem to be water. That doesn't seem to be, um, yeah, I I mean it's it's a pretty standard uh, business transaction sales pitch here. Um, you know the that these characters annoyed me first viewing and the second well, yeah. viewing. Um, I do love how the the landowner is like 
what's your lineage? Like, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start asking that to all the roofing companies that come and knock on my door like four times a month. Hey, I see shingle hanging down. Yeah. Wait, do they uh, really okay. come to your door? Yes, they do a lot because we are missing exactly one shingle on our garage. <laughs> and they Every year, multiple times a month. Hey, uh, notice you're missing Dude, you just got to get up there and, and just... just slide it back in. Um, but yeah, next time I'm gonna be like, uh, but first, tell me your lineage. <laughs> oh man, yeah, there's like a phrase that I can picture what that means, and it's not, um, I don't know, it's probably not, uh, nice to put on a podcast that is non explicit. who are you know and didn't fill in the blanks but that's what i kind of pictured him when he said that he's like what is your lineage like this like 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 i don't know that's got to be like uh because he didn't even answer it and he's like got that salesy kind of like you know it's okay i'm just going to die i'm just going to deflect this and move on and you know yeah, um, he it's you know the 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 salesman is very smug and annoying, and of course he has his apprentice there, and they've got they're doing their little their pitch, and it, they they frame it to the landowner like they're doing him a favor, you know, we'll give you this price, and he's like, well, what if you find minerals or lead or whatever? This could be worth so much more, and uh, the apprentice is like, you know, you're right, you know. He, what if we find stuff? We should give him more. And the, the salesman's like, okay. So we, our company does things in you know good faith. So we'll give you a few more. How about forty nine? And then, bam, sales done. <laughs> yeah. So he walked him into his own sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it's definitely fishy, and um, you know, I mean, not all salespeople are bad though. You know, they don't. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> um, Her cabinet salesmen are the worst. Yeah, right. Um, well, yeah, that's that's me if you don't know. I'm in I'm in sales right now. So <coughs> turns out teaching while well, you're you know, it doesn't really pay that well. So <laughs> you gotta you gotta pay for the school loan somehow. <laughs> oh man yes but, yeah. but uh like so, all of their cold opens like it's not just a shot in the dark random yeah. filler of minutes in the episode these characters will return in a significant way later on and mm-hmm. uh much more significant in the uh full story <laughs> of our main man jesus <laughs> yeah yeah i know yeah so we'll we'll get there um I did this, does he say his name early he on? He doesn't. We don't. We don't get his name until the very end of the episode. Okay. So we'll we'll let you know who he is later. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but yeah, no. So it's a pretty quick thing. We don't have to harp on this. Salespeople walk up. They're just standing in the middle of a field. How did they get there? I don't know. Second thing is they swindle this man out of his family's. I mean. <laughs> barren land <laughs> well yeah but it I mean, turns this out is... they they are expecting this to be like a huge salt mine so that's yeah, kind of what they're going for you also got to think like this land was 
like the, I, I don't, so I actually, this semester, um, I've spent my whole time. Uh, one of my classes was literally read the book of Ruth. Oh, and then read the book of Ruth. Oh, wait, read the book of Ruth and like over and over and over. And I wrote like things on it throughout the whole semester. And so mm-hmm. one of the big things is, is land. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's an inherited thing. And it's a big thing of like, like your inheritance is the land, your, your kinship, like law of kinships. Like when your, 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 uh, husband or wife or his husband dies, right? Like who's going to redeem that land. Mm -hmm. And so like this land has probably been in this dude's, uh, you know, generations. Exactly. Oh, did he say 40 generations? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so literally forty generations of people, and time. he just sold sold it to two schmucks, schmeels. Yeah, <laughs> two schmeels. Oh no, don't! That's the worst <laughs> insult ever. In the in the land, so I mean, that's you know, and I'm pretty sure Israelite law, there's in that you, if you lose your land to hardship like this would be probably considered large hardship. Like you could buy it back. Like there's, there's a price to buy it back and stuff. So that's, there's a lot of like, Hmm. like um, pretty intricate laws, um, which is actually given, I think in Leviticus. So in case you were wondering, but yeah, 40 generations dude is now out of the land. Yeah. Let's just, let's stick with, with their story up until the end of the episode. Let's do it. Um, Next, we we see these two in like the the local tavern or whatever. Mm-hmm. The 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 business the salesman uh, he's like you know rejoicing talking about this sale like it was amazing they played their parts so great um, and the apprentice is kind of like rightfully so I think like feeling kind of crummy because he just swindled this mm-hmm. land out from under this guy uh, for relatively speaking like pretty cheap um and the the salesman's like look we gave him 49 whatever they call them i don't even remember what the name of their uh currency is uh but we 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 gave him 49 like he's not gonna work have to work for the rest of his life like he he got a like he's kind of got it made a little bit i mean we're gonna make Mm -hmm. way more money off that once our salt (laughs) miners get in there but um yeah it's you see that the apprentice is kind of like going through the oh so relatable like existential life crisis where he's like there's got to be more to life than buying people's land like like Mm -hmm. what what's the big meaning in all this and um he kind of you know was told to like here take some money like Go take some time. Go off, take some time by the beach. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um. But yeah, what do you think about uh, the apprentices? Like, um, I don't know. I don't know the right well, word. A, but like how he he like felt crummy. Yeah. No. I mean, there's a sense of like moral crisis that he's going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know. I will say, you know, coming from a point of like, you know, I'm a, (laughs) I'm a trained physicist that's in a sales position right now. Like, 
it's not the, you know, it's, it's like, you know, I provide for my family well, but like, you know, there's a lack of purpose, you know, and I think that's like some, there's like this moral because, you know, you want to, it's almost like you want to do good for things. You want to like build something, but when you lack that purpose, you kind Mm -hmm. of like, you know, it's, and there's, you know, I mean, any, in any job you have to find purpose and stuff, but like, he's clearly going through it and seeing like, there's a moral thing to it. And like, who's benefiting, benefiting from this? Nobody else. And I think he's starting to see that like not helping others is a lack of, you know, there's no purpose for anyone else there except for him. And it's just, it's a, probably a pretty lonely, um, spot so yeah he's struggling with it you can clearly see it um and so yeah what did you think yeah he's uh the the lack of of purpose or like bigger meaning like i think he says um in this conversation that he like wants to make an impact right like Mm, yeah it's that it's that age-old struggle of like legacy right like um sitting here spreadsheeting for oil and gas companies like what legacy is that leaving right like what bigger change in society am i making am i leaving an impact by like determining what percentages of oil and gas people own myself not the apprentice here like i'm talking about my job (laughs) um versus like somebody who is in ministry right who's out preaching or somebody who's like out serving people like as as their job um those you know are making life impacts in the people that they encounter and hopefully for the better right um not saying that through my job, I haven't been able to like one, like you said, provide for my family, make sure we have like uh, a place to live, food to eat, like clothes to wear, like all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But like, I've been able to use some of my money to like give bless others or um, because of the hours of my job, being able to, invest time serving in ministries or like having people over to our houses for meals because we can do that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. there are things I can do that my job helps me be able to do, but like the purpose of my job is not like life changing to people. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know if yeah. that makes any sense. No, it, it completely does. And and so that is, I think, the hardest part, you know, I mean, you know, coming over from a, from non being a non-Christian to a Christian at like a later age, I'm like, I need to quit everything yeah. and I need to go in a minute. You know, <laughs> like you get yeah. this like sense of like, you know, you're called towards it. So like, I, I don't, I really don't think first off, if you're listening and you're being called to like quit your job to go and like, don't do it until like you've taken a long time to think about it, you know, like, and I just don't like, I don't think that it's just like this, you know, I I don't, I don't think you need to be in 
Yeah, I mean, everything's a ministry, right? Like anything, mm-hmm. anywhere you are is a ministry. And that's, it's, it, it, you know, not to sound cliche here, but like it, it is not a vocation. And I think that's the hardest, hardest part, you know, um, to do. So like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think you can find purpose. I don't think what you're doing is immoral. You know, I think like you, you know what I mean? It's just like mm-hmm. you, there is purpose there. And I think that you're talking about legacy. Like, you know, you, you're very, uh, like you're very family oriented. And so like, that's a pretty good legacy to have, man. And that's, you know, probably the legacy that that dude had is in his family and Uh, his tradition. And like, you know, the leg that literally that guy just sold his legacy Mm -hmm. to some extent, you know what I mean? And I think that's right. There is what you're talking about with this guy, like with this, uh, 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 apprentice is that he's not like, he doesn't understand. He, he knows he just swindled somebody out of something special mm-hmm. and, and it has nothing to do with money or, or the monet, you know, the mo- monetized gains or losses or anything like that. Like he lost something. I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, yeah. no, it, I'm gone. Oh, I was just going to say, like, uh, I finally found the part in the conversation where oh. uh, the apprentice says, don't you want to do something that will really matter? Yeah. Um, you know, that will be remembered throughout history, which is really funny coming from this particular character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't know, man. I, it's such a hard thing because that yeah. is something I've struggled with, you know, um, because at the end of the day, like, if you live that way, like, you're going to chase it. It's like mm-hmm. chasing a dragon, you know, of like, yeah, uh, of it, you just don't, you're never going to, you're never going to arrive. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're never going to, you're never going to hit that point where you're like, I succeeded. I have discovered purpose. And like, not that you won't discover purpose, but like the, per- you know what I mean? There's mm-hmm. just no like extent. And I think that's where like, you know, in my life, Jesus is pretty purpose. You know what I mean? There's like that contentment in not reaching this pinnacle because I don't have to reach this pinnacle. Right. Like, right. And the contentment that you find in that is like soothing enough to not get anxious about it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know how to. No. And I think it, uh, I don't know if this is something, yeah, this is something we've talked about in a past episode, but I think a lot of times, um, people like maybe the apprentice here wrap up their, uh, like purpose, in their identity. Mm-hmm. And you see that a lot with <clears throat> um, like our society, right? Yeah. When people introduce themselves or if you like are like, Hey, you know, tell me something about you. Like what's like the main thing that they reply with either like, Oh, you know, I'm a, a husband or father, you know, like a dad, I got some kids or like, I'm a, a I don't know, salesman or I'm a, tech I, I work at a tech firm or blah 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 like that's how they describe their identity and so um like we talked about in a past episode um when your identity is found in jesus and not like your occupation or your hobbies or in my case like i talked about in that episode your even your service or your ministry Mm -hmm. like 
that's where like true freedom and like walking in the the power and authority that God has given for your life and given you that's when that like really becomes unlocked because your identity is tied to the father and not to mm-hmm. a a, tr- a personality trait or you know your income what provides for your family you know what i mean yeah. <clears throat> so if you were to lose like say i lost my job right and i'm no longer a landman for an oil and gas company like that's that will suck but like I, that doesn't af- change who I am as a person because I, my, I find my identity in Jesus, not my career. But yeah. a lot of people like that could send them spiraling because they identify themselves as, mm-hmm. you know, this career choice or w- whatever. And I think that's, that's kind of what I get the feeling the apprentice is like struggling with at the end of the day is like, there's got to be more to life than, my job and making money like yeah but it's also fulfilling yeah no and and it's like he's you can tell he's considering like okay so what if i did leave this mm-hmm. what if i left this like who am i you know and that's where i like when i you know even first thought of the idea of leaving physics as a research i'm like who am i then yeah. you know like and that's a and that's something you have to wrestle with everyone has to wrestle with that so um, I don't know. Maybe that's like our our, our uh, uh, advice for the week. Like, <laughs> pick that thing that thinks you that you think you think defines you. Think about what it'd be like to quit it, and go from there. Don't quit it. <laughs> Just think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hey, see, you know, like, we're, not, we're not trying to like, tell you you should. Who quit are things. you? You know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's but it it is. It's a hard thing to wrestle with, and that is yeah. clear. I, I like that. That seems to be what we observed in him in this apprentice yeah uh next time we see them is it it kind of involves the disciples so let's rewind can we just fast forward through schmiel today like i just i can't even do it with it yeah you want to i'm just joking no 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 (laughs) no no we got let's just let's just move on we'll come back to him i'm not ready (laughs) i'm just not ready for schmiel today uh all right so Let's go back to the camp here the towards the beginning of the episode. Oh wait, no. Did we see him again? <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you yeah, mean. You want to come back to that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, so Yeah, so back at the camp. Yep, you got you got Mr. Showoff Zealot over here working out, running up and pretending I mean, even, every twig is a dagger. Yep, yeah, right. <laughs> even John was like, You're Hellenistic, bro. Um like you're you're uh put a shirt on put a shirt on the women are up (laughs) you know like come on get some decency here and he's just you know just preparing and he's like you know talking about your obsession and he's like you know i'm just trying to stay ready just trying to stay fit you know you never know when the romans are gonna come back exactly (laughs) and i gotta hit him with the stick (laughs) you know like i mean if there was one person i wouldn't want to get hit by a stick of in this group it'd probably be z yeah that's definitely true. Definitely true. He's not a real zealot. <laughs> Can he be a real zealot if he quit? Probably not. If he quit? Yeah, if he quit being a zealot, like he left oh. the order. So, I mean, that's not very zealous of him to, like, abandon his cause. 
you don't ever leave the order. The order leaves you. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> uh yes. But here at the camp, you know, we got the the classic bickering of the group here. Um, but the main main gist here is we're, we're still preparing, get, getting the fi- <coughs> final preparations for the sermon. Mary's like handwriting flyer invitations. Um, John and James, Big James, are are gathering, you know, firewood for future travelers, like they have always done. Um, and they're kind of arguing because Jesus just like is not around. <laughs> he keeps uh, stealing Matthew and heading off from you know the crack of dawn to the coming of of the night and um yeah everyone's just kind of still tensions are a little high and they're just kind of like what the heck are we doing like jesus is nowhere to be found ever (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean they're just they're just kind of bickering and so they do need to figure out um or no, they already sent them off. Uh, Thaddeus and um, little James, oh, like, and yeah, little James, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. They have all, um, they have vacated the camp, mm-hmm. and they are in search of the spot to do the uh, sermon on the mount. Yeah, uh, which is pretty funny because they're like walking through and like. rehashing all the things jesus was like all right well let's make sure it has like you know a backdrop of a nice view of the sea of galilee and uh we got to make sure there's like some gum trees and this uh, you know not too far off so we Uh can set up camp and they (laughs) like they keep going over these very specific things that jesus told them to look out for and they're like it's almost like he already knows where where this is where it's gonna be be, yeah (laughs) (laughs) they come across this uh like farmer's pasture uh there's some like livestock or whatever and they're like you know asking the person who's out there uh the shepherd i guess you could say um for lack of a better word like hey is this your land you you mind if we speak to the owner and they're they're Mm -hmm. basically like get out of here like we don't want to deal with any people and uh one of them is like yeah this i don't know if this is the place like it's kind of garbage <laughs> and one the other one's like, Oh no, that means this is, this is the place. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. And, and so they find their cell themselves in um, a local tavern. Right. Is that where we're at here? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. So lo- local tavern, they're trying to, they're, they're trying to get a, you know, get a place. And so they're meeting with one of the, one of the local land owners that, um, you know, is in that fine establishment. And so they're trying to swindle him into it. And, you know, of course it's coming up pretty difficult because they don't have money. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're not the best negotiators. (laughs) um, About the extent of it is they bought him a drink. So that that's about what they got. So they give him that Um, they're trying to, you know, get into, into this, this, they're trying to book the venue. You can't get the venue without the monies. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so our friends, um, the apprentice and his, 
Yeah, wouldn't you know? They're just hanging out there still. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. Um, and so they intercede here and they come in and they're just like, hey, you know, um, actually, I think you're missing something, Mr. Landowner. Um, I think you're missing the point of which they're drawing thousands to your land. And I thought this was funny. It's like he's like, uh, now they're going to want to buy your product. Yeah, exactly. you know, and I, I just Brand thought like, recognition. You ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now the guy's thinking, how do I make a billboard? Yeah. This and that. It's like, a, yeah. Not, but yeah, no, he long carves story, his fan, uh, like <laughs> shears his family name into his yeah, family cheat, name. Is, uh, who's his or, lineage? Uh, coat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> so here we are. They swindled him into into agreeing. And so he walked away and uh, they officially booked their venue. And so, um, so yeah, they're happy. The, I, I feel like the, the apprentice and, um, his teeth, I don't know, teacher, apprentice. <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't yeah. know. It, either way, he is clearly, um, feeling a little bit better about himself. Like he helped yeah. these people, you know? And so, yeah, so he helps them out. They're good to go. Well, and it's, it's cool because like the the salesman you can tell like he isn't like that bad of a guy he's just like a good salesman he's greedy yeah but like it, not in a bad way of like that he's like but he has a motive yeah yeah um and here like he he's like see look we can do good we mm-hmm. just help these people secure a location for this allegedly huge sermon like everyone's kind of aware of who Jesus is at this moment. Like they're after this conversation uh, or after the deal gets struck here, you know, uh, the salesman and apprentice are walking through town and they're like, you know, having this conversation, like, see, we can do good through our, our mm-hmm. occupation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this, I've heard of this guy. Like, what if we go to the sermon, see what it's all about. And the apprentice is like, actually, I would really enjoy that. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, the last time we see them until the very end of the episode. Uh, and and throughout the town, we see, you know, the other disciples passing out the flyers, uh, people who aren't a part of the group, like also hanging up these flyers around town. You have, you know, the, the stage, uh, being designed and constructed by Nathaniel and another group yeah, of his disciples. Architectural drawings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so all of these final phases it's of the sermon are starting to come together. Um, and it's pretty cool to see. Um, except right, when uh, our buddy Gaius Attic- and Atticus bring one of said flyers into Quintus's um, office. Uh, that could be a little concerning, but yeah. Um, All right, man, else? just Don't get you? it. Just get it over with, dude. Just get it over with. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All right. <laughs> it's time for the chosen PVU. Um, Shmuel, where's he at? Let us know. 
I mean, this. I don't even, bro. This scene. I have grown so, dude. Just ever since you made the comparison, all I can see this through is the lens of a Law and Order episode, and it's like (laughs) to a T, exactly like a Law and Order episode play out. I'm I'm seeing this as the you know the the lawyers are in like the DA's office, right? Mm -hmm. What do you mean I can't get the permit? Yeah, exactly. the the uh here um uh-huh. which one is it is this shimon or i don't know i shut down at these at these scenes now i'm so um, over <laughs> it's not even funny no shamai they're in shamai's office who Shemai, is the rival yani. of shimon yeah um yeah and Shemai, yani and and shmuel yeah it's not confusing at all it, yeah exactly um <laughs> it's pretty great though because like uh shamai's probably or shamai's like you know kind of like laughs and he's like this is all you got and you're given like oh he doesn't think they have much and then he's like this is perfect now we need to do this and we're gonna write all this down and i need you to go get so and so to sign and date this but it's got to be a levite uh so that way we can catch shimon uh when all this stuff really breaks out we can say that he knew and did nothing about it and we can get him and his house disgraced or whatever um but yeah that i mean that's basically the gist of it they're trying to set a trap for shimon um shmuel's like kind of in a weird way like showing a, a bit of decency because he's like wait that's not the point of what i'm doing like i'm just trying <laughs> i'm just trying to screw over jesus not like shimon like yeah come on let's get this straight um <laughs> but um yeah like i just envision this as two lawyers in the da's office and in, in a long yeah it's <laughs> once you see it you can't unsee it you really can't yeah and um, uh that's uh that's the only the chosen pvu scene we have in in this episode is it i thought there was another no, uh, yeah, no, we'll just act like there wasn't. Yeah, we're just gonna. Even if there was, this is it. Yeah, no, I thought that was it. Um, no, yeah, and that's just really. Uh, and if you recall, last ep- I don't know, last time we saw that, or one of the last times we saw them, they were at his. Shim- what, what, what Shimon was is the rival. Shimai yeah. is where they're at now. Yeah, so they were at, so they were bringing up. They brought it up to Shimon. Shimon was like, "You guys are ridiculous. I don't know what you're trying to do." Yeah. And then now Shimai is like, "You guys are not ridiculous because it has my best interest at heart here." Exactly. Let's take down this blasphemer who's yes. trying to reform God's law. Yeah. You know? What a doofus. <laughs> they even throw some shade at Nicodemus, which hurt my heart, but we'll just yeah. let that pass. Uh, but yes, that's uh, season two, episode eight, uh, the chosen PVU. Yeah. Um. So next, uh, we haven't talked about the whole uh, Jesus and Matthew stuff. So that's let's, kind of like the last chunk yeah, of this episode there. because uh, really the only scenes we haven't talked about are the the two scenes of Jesus and Matthew like up on the ridge, and then of course. The very well, end of the episode at the mount, and now I have yeah, to and well, I guess we do have um so, um, the arc of women here. Um, we have, you know, we kind of did bring it up kind of briefly, but Mary is still trying to teach um, oh, yes, yes, yes. Rama, 
Rama. Rama. Um, um, I want to say Hebrew, Rayma. but I don't think it's, I think it's Rama. Yeah, Rama. I think that's probably Greek at this point. I don't think they're, maybe it's Hebrew. I don't know. Um, but so he's trying to teach her scripture and how to read and, and, and write. And so, and then we also have, um, Tamar, mm-hmm. right. Who is, who's now the Ethiopian woman who's yeah. with the group now who couldn't unsee it. The one that, you know, Jesus said, your faith is beautiful. She's here. Mm-hmm. She's on the camp. So they picked up another follower. And so that's, I just wanted to address that. Cause, um, yeah. So, and she is, uh, you know, they, nothing like a little teenage angst going on here. She's bringing up, uh, you know, um, Nathan, Nathaniel, no, Thomas, the Thomas, yeah. Thomas is love for, uh, Rayma. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're, <laughs> it's like, tell, uh, tell Rayma that Philip brought apples, but I wanted her to have these apricots because I know that they're her favorite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's, you know, very doofusy over it and yeah. he's, you know, so yeah, no. So that's that portion. I don't want to forget about that. Cause we want, oh, we gained a new follower point. here in the, in, in it. So, um, what else before we get to Jesus? I want to, I want to talk about that last. So that's why I wanted to. Yeah. Um, just skimming through the, the play bar here of yeah. the episode. I think yeah, I we've covered that's it. pretty we much it. everything except for the, the Ridge scenes. Um, I guess there was the second scene at the camp where there's more bickering with the disciples and Thomas is like, where, how, what if this doesn't even happen? Like, what if this isn't even yeah. going to happen? We haven't seen Jesus around. <laughs> and of course, like Simon just being like, you guys are dorks. Like just chill. It's going to be good. Just do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that's pretty much the extent of that. We don't have to go too deep into that, but yeah, let's get to to the Mount, to the, the Ridge. Yeah. So, here we are. I'm trying to find. I can remember. Where, okay, here we go. So, essentially, <clears throat> last week's episode, um, you know, episode seven ends with Jesus waking up Matthew, and so we don't really privy to any more knowledge on that until after. But mm. uh, which, you know, um, Matthew's story, if if historically is has the sermon of the Mount in it. Mm. So that's, that's where this probably is a very detailed, um, account of it. So, um, that's why they, you know, obviously chose Matthew to do this, but so he woke him up and he's saying like, let's, um, organize, let's organize. And like, I mean, I I'm curious of your thoughts on this. Like what, what are your overall, what is your first thought? on on uh this happening okay so we'll just break you know we'll point out the elephant in the room so the big point of contention here is like it does jesus need help preparing sermons (laughs) right and i am uh in the camp that uh the writer of this episode description is that, like I said, we brought up while I was reading the episode description, the choice of the word to 
in the sentence, Jesus discusses to Matthew the sections of the sermon, and not Jesus discusses with Matthew Mm -hmm. the sections of the sermon. I think that's a very important distinction to make because there's a difference at uh, in talking to somebody and talking with somebody. Like if I'm speaking at you, not speaking mm-hmm. with you. Like, so I read that as Jesus is basically using this time with Matthew as a teaching moment. And he is discussing air quotes for audio listeners the sermon with him and almost like okay so your daughter is not old enough to talk yet so at as she ages you'll you'll come into moments like this i've done you know i've had moments like this with with my kids but it's almost like a a parental thing where like you're trying to teach your kids something by like walking them through your thought process of it and almost like asking them baited questions to mm-hmm. like get them to think of the answers themselves instead of you just telling them the answers. It's the Socratic method is what yes. you're looking See, for. There. You're so much better at this because you're a learned well, man. No, it, well, no. Well, sure. But yeah, it's Socrates was very strong proponent of like drawing information mm-hmm. out that you already knew, like you already knew the answer, but yeah, go yeah. on. Sorry. Yeah. But that's what I see this as like, Jesus isn't asking Matthew's opinion on like yeah. <laughs> what his sermon should be. It's like Jesus is asking air quotes, Matthew, how this sermon should go. So Matthew can comprehend what Jesus is trying to teach him in this moment. Um, that's where I sit. Where do you sit? Yeah, I. So my my whole thing here is like, OK, so say you. I don't think you need to. <laughs> How do I word this? So as he's telling this this sermon to to uh, Matthew here, like, I don't think you need to know like whether you know the organized path of how you want to say it or not like it doesn't take away from the valid truth that you know like none of this organizing it takes away from the truth that jesus has in it right Mm -hmm. so like i just don't i think i think this gets into the whole thing of like i think when you put jesus on the earth here like we or even god in general i think a lot of times we get this like Harry Potter magic wand out and like in our vision of like, you know, it's just, of course, you know, God is all knowing and I'm not arguing that, but like he still had to think it into existence. Right. Like, I don't know. I I like to, so like this, like comparatively, I still think he has to think through it. Like, I, I just, do you, do you really, like, I struggle with this to think that, like, Jesus is going to be like, all right, here's my sermon. I put zero thought into this and just spoke the truth. Like, that's not. Yeah, no, I, I, think I don't. He, I, to the extent of the thought put into it, I think it's like, a, how do I get these people to understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Which is what I was alluding to and probably didn't explain it very well with the, the parenting okay. portion is like. 
I know how to tell my kid, you know, well, it's, it's that, it's that thing where it's like, what does this word mean? And I could just be like, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But like three of the words in my definition for your, the answer to your question, you're also not going to know what those words mean. So like I have to sit there, even though I know the definition of like, I don't know, pick a word, like. I can't think of a word that my child would ask, but like, I don't know. Let's say my, I don't know why neglected came up, but like, let's say my seven-year-old's like, dad, what's neglected mean? Well, I could explain, I know exactly what it means, but like, how do I get a seven-year-old to understand what neglected means? So I would Mm -hmm. sit there for probably a minute or two and like, think of how to tell a seven-year-old what neglected means. And I think to that extent, like Jesus thinking through the sermon with Matthew is like, kind of like, how do I get like non divine creatures to understand the absolute truth of God, you know? But even so, like teaching and knowing is so much different. I, I honestly, I mean, like you, if you sit here and and you asked me a, a thousand physics questions, um, even though I taught a lot of it, like there are areas where I'm going to be like, I don't know how to explain that to you right now. Like, I don't, I know it. I know it to an extent of like, I can literally solve a problem with this. I can think through it. I can do, but like, there are levels, like, how do you, how do you say that? And, 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 and it also stems from, okay, so how do I teach you this without you knowing the prior knowledge that is needed to go into this as well? So like there is so much more to it than just like repeating this off and like, and I think we need to look at like, okay, so what was Jesus's intent by this? Because, you know, the meaning behind everything is, is different than the intent. I think we talked about this in one of our first podcasts. And, and so like, what was his intent by this? His intent is like, this isn't a parable. He may have said parables in it, but like, This isn't like he's at times like he's very direct in this. Like I'm looking at it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, God blesses those who are merciful for they will be shown mercy. Like that's not a parable. (laughs) That's a pretty direct thing. And so like when you look at. um, I don't know, like it just this, this isn't his normal teaching. This isn't his normal like off of a cuff, like I'm sitting in in dude's house right now and a crowd comes and now I'm teaching like it's this isn't that this is something completely different you know what I mean the sermon on the mount do you see any other of these things talking about it being a sermon and I I and so like when I look at it like I just think that you know, I, I think that there's there's a due diligence that needed to be given to this and he gave it because he's wise. You know, I, I will never forget this, dude. I went into one of my classes the first one of the first times I was teaching and I did not prepare as much as I needed to. <laughs> I and it is the most uncomfortable thing I have ever been like that. Not once after that did I ever go into a class unprepared. <laughs> it was it was terrible. I had like 30, 40 people just staring at me. And it's early on in the semester. And so like that gives a precedence too of like mm-hmm. you. So there's a whole like, you know, 
area of, and so that was early on in teaching, but you know, your face goes red. You're oh, like, yeah. this is, you know, it's, I was so prepared every single, I mean, ev- all the years after that. But so the point here is that like, you don't go into something, you know, like I, I think it would, I don't know. I guess my wife probably would argue that like he knew this. He, why did he need to, you know, but like, so that, but there's still like thought going into it's, it's going along with what you said. There's still thought going into like, okay, I know it, but how is this other person going to hear this? Because there's, there's a meaning behind something. There's an intent. And then there is what this person is perceiving it as. Mm -hmm. And so, all three of those are, are, are very important aspects of the same, of, you know, the same idea that you're trying to draw, but they all mean something. They're they're all different. I don't know. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think like, essentially we're both kind of saying the same thing. I think so too. Um, And yeah. I, but also, no, no. If you're going to, if you have something more about that, go ahead. No, I just think that there's also like many different ways to say something, you know, like the salt, the one thing it had him hit him. I don't even know if it was this episode or if it was a different episode, but Jesus was like salt. And if it take the salt away, it's not salty. And like, he's trying to, and like, (laughs) yeah, you know, he's like by the, by the water word smithing. (laughs) Yeah. And, and so like, you know, you can you can get, you can convey the meaning that is perceived from that in using different analogies. So mm-hmm. it's like, how is, I don't know. I just, I think that some people, I mean, I'm not even putting this on my wife. I'm not putting on this anyone. I'm not trying to, but I, I really do think that some people think it's just this magic wand thing that like, you just like, you just know you do it, but like, what's the whole crux of everything? Like Jesus died on a cross mm-hmm. in a very unknown. Like, I just don't see like this. It was not. There's it's, some, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, one of the great like, mysteries of our faith, right? Like our faith is mysterious. Like that mm-hmm. so you can't explain things. Like how does a perfect divine being who is jesus also like you said die in the most painful and despicable way imaginable or Mm -hmm. die period but also like the the one who is perfect and exalted above all dies in like the lowest way like in his culture right like yeah how do how are those two things like describing the same person right it's and like it and it applies to jesus's whole life his whole ministry like how can he be human but like be god how can he be a person like you and i and breathe air and have to eat food but also like cure incurable diseases yeah like some things like it we just aren't gonna know until like we're up there and we could be like dude explain to me (laughs) you know what i mean um and i think like the whole like humans have brains therefore 
we have to process thought, Mm -hmm. but like God is, um, ever present, all knowing does, if Jesus is also God, does he have to think (laughs) about things? And I would argue, like, yes, it's it's that weird, like, I don't know. (laughs) Why did he not just appear then? Like, you know what I mean? Like he literally had to go through what all of us have gone through and be born, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. I just don't, I I, I just can't, I don't know. It's maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just crazy here, but like some things I can't separate fully, you know, or I can't just, I feel like some people are just so accepting of like, he's just, he just knows it all and this and that. And I just don't know if that's, I just don't, no, like we kind of talked about it when it reminds me this thought that I'm having kind of reminds me when Jesus was walking up and he saw the person crucified mm-hmm. or being crucified. Like, you know, we all know that's, you know, how he dies. And and so I don't I think he knew, but it's like, you know, to what extent do you know? Like, what does knowing mean? Like, that's not an easy thing to answer when you know something like the idea of knowledge and consciousness and thought, like it's, you know, go good luck to you trying to sit here and come to this generalized canonical answer of like, this is what it means. Cause it's not easy. And so, you know, I think that we just put, put it so simply on Jesus when I don't think it is that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and also like, if he knows all this, like that's a lot to know. And I don't argue that he doesn't know it. I think he knows it intrinsically. Like it is, it is uh, ingrained in who he is and his every thought. Like it's never the truth behind the words that he's saying that he's questioning or questioning how to say it. It, it, Yeah. He's just trying to question how to say it. Mm -hmm. How do I convey this to them? So yeah, no, I think we're both on the same page here and, um, I'm going to re-argue with my wife on this. I just also, uh, side point. Mm-hmm. kind of silly thing to get caught up on because at the end of the day it doesn't really matter because jesus is still who you know he needs to be in our lives our savior our lord like the only important thing right like <laughs> we know he is who he is does it matter if he has to think of how he conveys his thoughts or like if he just can spout it like you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, it's one of those things where it's like, if we're going to get caught up on if Jesus has to think or if like, like I would be more caught up on like, if you're like, it, Jesus didn't perform miracles. That's like, well, I mean, he kind of did, right? He, it says all over scripture. That would be a, a big point of contention or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's like, there are like big things that like matter when people describe or question things about Jesus, obviously. And then I Mm -hmm. think there are like kind of trivial ones where at the end of the day, it doesn't really like change who Jesus really is. Um, But I guess more of like how he is. I don't know. Maybe it isn't a trivial thing, but to me, it's just like, I don't know. It's a silly thing to get hung up on. I I agree with that. Um, 
And I feel like these topics jump so much that I don't even think they got it right here. Like, I don't even know if. So you ever like start talking and then you think about what you're going to say while you're talking. And what typically happens is for me, at least I stop talking, <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. I just I, I, I actually get in my head. And so I feel like a lot of my you know, the best things that I, I, I say are just kind of from the, not the heart. I don't want to say that, that, but like, it's just a natural response to something. And it's not like I, I said, okay, hold on. Everyone shut up for a second. <laughs> Let me think for like 30 seconds and then boom, here's an answer. Like it's a, it's a response to things. So I don't know, like to what extent did he say this in every, in the same exact <laughs> order that, so say, you know, Matthew wrote this down. Did Jesus say it in the exact order that he did it? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. So, and I guess the question really does come to say, like, was that, did Matthew write this before or after? And, um, and that that's actually, I think, prob probably what made them wrestle with this because there's nothing, go search, search, um, through all of all of the, the 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 gospels and i'm just going on on a whim here but like i don't think there's anywhere else in here that there's this long of a stretch of red letters um this is a I, huge I just, one <laughs> it is it's it's matthew if you look through it it's matthew 5 6 and 7 all take up the sermon on the mount like that's a lot so like really i think I like that they did this. I like this because it really shows that they thought about like, was this written before or after? And they landed on somewhere and they said before, yeah. you know? So. Yeah. I don't um, know. So like the, the first scene, you know, he's kind of trying to, to nail the beginning and kind of going through the, the whole salt of the earth thing. Um, the second scene is, more so uh the writing of you know um the beatitudes and i love that scene so much because um as he's saying them the camera pans to like the disciples that like he's like they're they're conveying that he is thinking of his disciples as he's like saying these things. Um, and man, it was a powerful moment in the, yeah. in the episode for sure. Uh, oh yeah. And it's, it kind of, it kind of put the lump in the throat for me a little bit. Because. So then that's, that actually gets me to a new question. Like I feel like, you know, you surround yourself by people and you learn from those experiences with those people, right? That's what life is, right? Like if you're walking through just with no one around you and just walking in a blank screen, what do you learn? Like, what do you, you know, mm -hmm. I think uh, at me even being a high, high introvert, like I do recognize like much of what I learned through life is with other people and whether you want to you know, whether it's through a book, well, guess what, buddy, you're learning from someone else. Like <laughs> you're, you're interacting as much as you, you know, you, you're, you may be reading a fictional story and you're, 
you're interacting with people or a, a video game and you're going through and interacting with story, like mm-hmm. you're, you're interacting with people, whether you recognize it or not, or you, you know, you're, you're so like, I feel like, I mean, Jesus is learning, right? Or, or, or are we, is that sinful to say, <laughs> you know, like, like, is he not, did he just come out of the womb? Like, knowing everything is that like the argument i guess i I guess that's something i struggle with like because i don't know man i don't think he came out spewing off things to mary like (laughs) right out of the womb (laughs) he's just yeah no literally blessed are the meek well yeah the reality seconds old (laughs) right but the reality is james you're judged jesus probably came out pretty nasty looking with all the stuff breastfed cried couldn't sleep did all the, but that's the reality right like mm-hmm. but or you, you know so at some extent like he had to learn he had to you know so i just don't i don't know if i buy that he just knows i think that he knows truth but like to say that jesus didn't grow wiser as he grew older i don't know right like i don't know if i I don't know if I can buy that. Yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know. It's one of those interesting questions, for sure. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just can't. I it's it's hard to wrap your head around. Like I don't. I I legitimately don't know. Yeah, <laughs> which doesn't make for much of a great discussion. <laughs> yeah. But like well, I just, I, of... that's one of those things where you just your brain will melt out out of your ears as you continue to wrestle with the mm-hmm. the thought, right? Um, <coughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Tries no, you're good. Give me one second. Yep. So yeah, we are. Let's see here. So yeah, I mean they're just they're still you know just trying to line up this organize this sermon, um that he's going to give, and really I mean, there's really not much left here. We're here. Yeah, I mean, we, we get to the mount, like the stage is set up, the crowds are are gathering. Um, the crowd is Jesus going is, wild. Is internalizing their backstage. <laughs> um, they're yeah. picking out a uh, color for him to wear. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, Big James and John, their parents are come. Yeah, Barnaby and um, shoot, I forget her name. Uh, but you know, characters from season one, mm-hmm. uh, they come, uh, the salesman and the apprentice are there. Uh, the apprentice bumps into Barnaby and he's like, Hey, you know where I could like get a good spot. And they're like, well, you wouldn't, you'd do a lot worse if you didn't follow us. Cause we're going to, you know, talk to some friends, you know, go backstage essentially. Uh, so this is where the apprentice meets uh nathaniel he's like hey it's that guy from the tavern like he helped us get you know secure the location here so he uh simon comes over introduces himself and uh he's like hey hey, my name's uh simon um and the apprentice says oh hey i'm judas and uh there's the big reveal of the episode everyone and uh yeah jesus takes the stage the chosen pops up on screen and season two is over but uh what did you think of the reveal of judas like did you see it coming 
or was that like a, a shock to you when you heard um, his name? <clears throat> no, I did not. Well, all right. Here we are. I knew it was Judas. And the reason why I knew it was Judas is because dummy old me, <laughs> I waited to watch this episode. Boo. And what did I see? I watched the trailer of season three before seeing this. No, I know. I So I was pretty upset that I knew, Barry. but. I know. Well, you know, I didn't think about it. And in the in the season trailer, it's like, my name is Judas. And then it shows Judas. And I'm like, it 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 does that. Yeah. So I knew it. It was Judas. So, yeah, I think we did actually do very well of saying The Apprentice this whole episode. Yeah, I mean, I, so I did say I Judas I in the synopsis, but hopefully no one was paying attention. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I tried to be very mindful of not saying his name the entire mm-hmm. episode. Me too. Um, but yeah, I, I was, uh, I was shocked. Um, cause here I thought, you know, it'd just be one of the other disciples that hasn't joined up yet. You know, I'm really, ex- <sighs> Judas is always a hard topic for me to think through and, and I'm excited to see kind of what the show does with it because like, even now, this is making it even harder for me to grapple with, like grapple, like the idea of this, like of him just in general, like building his character. I mean, think about it just like it, you know, every character, you know, I mean, it's for a story to be good. You have to develop the characters. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what we're seeing here is obviously these characters, we're just kind of replaying how these characters are kind of being built from what we understand. But like the idea of Judas going from one point to the other is, is hard. I'm envisioning the him going to the Pharisees for that coin. Mm-hmm. And I just, I can't, I just, I don't know, man. Well, it's like, um, I mean, so the Bible isn't like extremely detailed, right? Um, <clears throat> Like what is the 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 detailing of of Judas in Scripture? Like, is he portrayed as just like a scumbag from the start, or you know, do they not provide much detail and say that he was, you know, like he was just enticed by the Pharisee and like greed at the in the moment? Like, um, was he like a good dude who found himself in a rough spot and? took the coin and betrayed Jesus, you know, but, or like, is he just a, a scumbag? And it was like, Oh yeah. Like I'll take you to Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Like it's been a while since I've kind of read about Judas. So yeah, no, <clears throat> it's hard because like, I literally, hold on. Um, Where's my reading music? Oh, yeah. All that, sorry, I could just loop Law and Order. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, from my understanding, I'm trying, I'm not going to sit here and read this, but, like, from my understanding, because we're going to get through this as we follow his story anyway, mm-hmm. but, like, from my understanding is Jesus looked at him and said, go, like, you know what to do. Like, not really that, but like yeah. uh, pretty much like I thought that was how it was kind of portrayed. Um, right. Like imagine it, dude, like you're sitting at a table for di- 
and he just disappears. Right. And then he goes and, and betrays like, right. I mean, is that how it plays out? I'm, I'm going to have to reread this because this is driving me nuts. Yeah. Um, I, 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 right now in my head, I'm like, I don't know if I am pulling up like these, these like blanks that I filled in through the years of like my understanding of the story or for what I'm remembering from actually reading it. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And I mean, obviously Judas, uh, wow. I mean, not the greatest <laughs> moment in history. Like we alluded to <laughs> the irony of him saying he wanted to be remember, <laughs> remembered throughout history. Uh, probably not in the yeah. way he wanted to be remembered as yeah. you know the one who crucified the Messiah, basically. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, man. It, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, obviously that is a dynamite character to like almost as dynamite as a p- portrayal of G- Jesus would be a portrayal of Judas. I think, mm-hmm. like in terms of um, just uh the the polarity of a character um and it'll be interesting to see what they do with them i mean so far they've portrayed him as like seemingly a good dude right who is seeking after meaning and uh you know doesn't come across any different than any of the other disciples we've had so far um mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how he develops and like how he gets to the point or how they portray him getting to the point. And then, like you said, I kind of want to like go back and revisit Jesus in scripture and see like how he was, you know, described in in the Bible. Well, when we um, interview Dallas Jenkins in the. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When we get Dallas and his uh, round table of of theological experts. No, I think we can get him on the show here. I'm not, you know, it's not like he doesn't know what we're doing. He's, yeah. I mean, you know, we're on first name basis, right? Yeah, my boy Dallas. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I, I really, yeah, we got some time, and I think we're gonna get him on the show eventually. So that'll be fun. <laughs> I'm dead serious on that, but um, that is one of the things I wanted to bring up because this has got to be one of the hardest character arcs to develop. Jesus probably a big one and probably something that he gets a lot of backlash on any creative, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're playing with fire there, buddy. And yeah. he knows that, you know, but Judas, you know, I think at that point, everyone's kind of like, I already hate him. And yeah, so, exactly. you know, it's, it's much easier, but not really because I feel like it's just such a, because it's not, I just don't, I I don't know. Like, it's weird. I just can't. I try so hard to understand his motives and I just don't know if I can. And I can't. I've tried so far to put myself in his shoes and just understand, like, what drove him to go get some coins, get the coins and then throw them back. Like, yeah. there's just this like it's it's like instant yeah. regret. So I just I can't talk about a, a moment of weakness. <laughs> Yeah, oh, like I, I just, yeah, right. I just, I can't. It's just so hard. So yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really, I really do think it's probably a very difficult character to build. And so, yeah, for sure, um, I'm excited to see how they do it. But, um, I think they're doing pretty well now. Like just to starting him out. Like, hey, I'm, 
I want to do good, but I don't know how to do good. Mm-hmm. What's good? I don't know. Maybe yeah. something is Probably something not bad. What you're gonna do great, but... <laughs> good, and so he's already. They're starting out like he's already kind of like struggling. Like he doesn't even. I don't even know if he truly knows what good or bad. Well, I mean, do we any really know? But like, does anyone really know what good or bad really is? But you know, I mean, I guess we we do. I, we know the extremes definitely. But yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'll stop ranting on <laughs> Judas, but like, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Well, hey, he's here, and we have a whole new season coming up, so I'm sure we'll get uh, plenty of Judas and yeah. plenty of the other disciples. It should be noted too, uh, here in the crowd, uh, Atticus guys, and actually, I think those are the only two. I don't think Quintus came. Um, I didn't see any of our Pharisees. Uh, but but guys and Atticus are there. There are a few Roman soldiers, uh, a few mm-hmm. on horseback. Uh, so other so, than that, I mean, the episode's over and and yeah. there we are, finale. What do you think about what do you think about this final scene? I, I do want to ask you that. Do you like it or no? What him the slow mo walk? The slow mo walk. Yeah, yeah. I. I, it would I'd be better say... if like you know at at uh, wedding receptions when the bride and groom come in and like the bridal party does like the tunnel with their arms, you know, <laughs> it would have just, if they would have done that with the disciples as Jesus walks through to the stage, mm-hmm. I mean, that would just put it over the top for me. It would have been a hundred percent win, but um, yeah, it's pretty good even without the, the human tunnel. Yeah. No, I guess I just mean like, was it too dramatic? Was it um, like, did it seem true to how it would be? Obviously, there wasn't walking slower than normal with music playing in the background. I, like that's not what I mean. Here. Yeah, but like Jesus used his it, divinity to summon yeah. angels to play some background music or, while he like did the the yes. toddler like slow mo walk while everyone else is in real time. They're like, "What the heck is this?" Peter's phone doing? was connected to the Bluetooth speaker, and yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> James, I told you to put your phone on silent. Come on, yeah. no, um, so I. I think I would imagine it was a big deal, right? Because this is a huge. No. And that's where and that's where I kind of came to the conclusion. I think my wife jumped at it was like, this is weird. This like last scene of like this kind of like slow mo kind of might as well be winking at, you know, at at everyone that he kind of makes eye contact with. But like, (laughs) I think it does like obviously it's a season ender, so it's supposed to have a little drama to it Mm -hmm. there. But like, I do think it is painting a picture of like, like, again, I can't unthink what I did earlier with the observation of, of that big long. Yeah. I was about to say, section you just went over like Jesus basically speaks nonstop for three chapters. And that's so, like, not that's huge. normal yeah. through script, you know? And so I just, I think that they did very well, actually. Again, at first I was like, hey, you know what? I might agree with you, uh, yeah. you know, with my wife, but like, I, I don't, it is like just it's awkward for me because any you know any any observance like this is awkward. I don't know. Right. I mean, but like they have to dial it up, right? It's one, it's a yeah. show, but two, it's and the it's the final season scene of and, the season yes, finale. Of, um, but I think they do well of drawing importance to what mm-hmm. this is, and and it is. It's something special. It's something different. It's not just uh, it. This is not just Jesus talking in. Yeah. In the house. And I would even Jesus... go further to say, I mean, along with your observation of the amount of 
Jesus talk in Matthew in those three chapters. I would also say this probably in the you know mainstream church, probably one of the most preached on sections of the gospels. I, w- I mean, the Beatitudes. It's probably drawn from, well, because, you know, a lot of these, he's drawing on old, um, he seems to be drawing on old, laws too and different things like he talks about is this where he talks about the plank in your you know if you you're worried about the the speck of the speck in in your neighbor's eye but here you got a plank in yours i'm pretty sure that's like you know and oh yeah and and i say to you turn the other cheek um and give them the other cheek you know and so like the (coughs) the areas that are are spoken on like that was like a an eye for an eye. I think that was, uh, for my quick observation here, I'm sure that was like a, a response to something like that, but I, I don't know, man, I think it's uh, I think it was a good ending. I thought it yeah. was, I think it portrayed it well. So um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big deal, man. For sure. Big deal. Uh, but, great season. Uh, and like we've already talked about at the beginning of the episode, I'm super excited to finally see season <laughs> three. Um, very excited to see what happens. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about until we talked about Judas in this episode. Excited to see where he goes in season three. Um, I'm excited to see which disciple takes the next step in growth, like Peter did in this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like, I mean, Nicodemus wasn't a disciple, but like in season one, he was a big character that showed you know, decent growth. I'm excited to see who that is in season three. Um, And yeah, I'm just excited to get more and to be seeing new stuff. I haven't seen yet. Yeah. And I think at this point, I don't know about you, but I think in terms of what is being released, if you're listening to this, that means you are getting ready for Christmas. You are just, you're gearing up. Hopefully, you get some time off with your family and, and friends and just, you know, um, enjoy the moments, enjoy the time and just, you know, reflect on what the season actually is not to be cliche here, but like, you know, it's a, it's an amazing season. And so I don't know. I love it. Um, I think as I grow older, I really appreciate it more, Mm -hmm. not just because anything, just like I really, it's, it's like a time of recentering myself and with aligning, uh, you know, with what, you know, God is trying to, to do in my life and mm-hmm. different things. And so it, because it, I slow down for once, you know, I'm not a typical person that slows down. I, I, you know, I always fill my schedule up with a lot of things and I just, yeah. I, it's just something that like, I love it. So yeah. Um, if you're listening to this, then that means you're gearing up for Christmas. And I think at this point, um, you're probably going to hear us talk about what, are you going to release the is our, our goal still to release the um, Christmas special before Christmas? Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. We kind of had gone back and forth about yeah. when we were going to be able to logistically record that. Um, but yeah, uh, unless you're like way late to the party and you're listening to this in like next summer for some reason, uh, we hope you had a great Christmas in 22. And we hope that your upcoming Christmas in 23 will be also fantastic. Uh, yeah, just goof around there. But um, yeah, I think uh, 
as in terms of uh, the release schedule for Showboys, <clears throat> um, if you're listening to this, I am planning on releasing this uh, the 13th or the 14th of next week while you're on vacation, so I don't miss a week. Um, so future me, man, episode one of season three was fire. I loved it. I can't wait to talk about it. Um, but current present time me hasn't seen it yet because it hasn't hit the <laughs> platform. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, then, you know, we'll be playing catch up the, the week of the 20th, yeah. um, in terms of like the first two episodes yeah. of season three, but yeah, we will be, uh, not forgetting about the 2021 Christmas special, which, well, cause it's technically yep. season two, episode nine mm-hmm. is I think the way that they've named it. So, Yep. Yeah. So that that will be arriving sometime either before or the day after Christmas. Um so Merry yeah. early Christmas to you all or you know those late late bloomers, you know. Hope it was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Um and yeah, just hopefully you get some time to Time to relax and enjoy <laughs> family and all the things, man. For sure. Uh, make sure you subscribe here. Head over to nerdybible.com. Check out what James is doing over there with uh, the Nerdy Bible. Head over to showboysmedia.com. Check out what we're doing over at Showboys. Um, like, rate, follow, review. Leave comments. Talk to us. We love to hear from you. So um, yeah. let us know what you thought of the finale, what you're looking forward to season three. Um, and until next time. Shalom. I, I think that's going to be my sign off. Shalom. That's Shalom. Shalom. Yep. Adios. people of um <laughs> uh, i didn't know what i wanted to say oh, you caught me off guard you want with the full silent count yeah i know i think that's really what caught me off guard too so <laughs> we're just gonna abruptly jump into it all right hey guys how's it going no that's not it that's too <laughs> that's, this is too that's, that's good that's good all that's right good.